What is up, guys? Welcome to Instagram Marketing Secrets, episode 65. Today's episode is how you can actually improve your content right away. Because last episode, we talked about the algorithm getting more and more competitive uh, at the quality of content that it's looking for in order for you to actually be able to trend on hashtags and the explore page. It just is getting harder and harder. So you have to have your content keep up. And actually, apart from buying a professional camera or a a crew to edit your work and all of these things, there are actually a lot of simple fixes that you can make to just instantly improve your content. So if you do listen to this entire episode today and you are able to start applying these things, which all seven of the things we're going to go over are things that you can actually apply today on your next post, I really think this can help you guys out in just leveling up your content because uh, as you know, I've, I've talked to a, a fair amount of accounts uh, since the uh, about a year ago, since the podcast started, it's 11 months now. And uh, a lot of times when their content isn't ranking on hashtags, there's just a few simple tweaks they can make to just level it up. So I'm gonna go over the seven that have been very common for people to be able to just instantly upgrade their content so you can start ranking. Um, And as I mentioned on the last episode, my masterclass is up and ready for those of you who have been waiting on it. It is linked to my bio on Instagram. Uh, It's also linked in the description of this episode, which is probably a lot easier for you. Or just go to igmsecrets.com slash masterclass. And that is my one hour advanced training webinar. So if you like the value I bring to you today, if you're a new listener, then that is the most advanced information that I currently have uh, published on the market. So go check that out. But guys, let's get right into it. Tip number one, four by five vertical content. Now, I know a lot of you guys have been listening to the show for a while. You've heard me mention this and um, I still don't really see a lot of people doing it. So I'm going to be really descriptive of, of how to do it and exactly why and why it's so important. Because People theorize, such as myself, that 4x5 content, which is the max size the image can be on Instagram, trends quite a bit better than horizontal and square images. The reason being, not just because the algorithm likes it, which it, it might not even like it. Maybe the algorithm doesn't care at all if it's horizontal or square or vertical. However, humans do. And thus, if you get more likes, then the algorithm is going to like it more. And you're going to naturally have people spend more time on your posts and be more uh, likely to like it because when it's four by five vertical content, that one image by itself, when people go through their feed, will take up the entire page. They will be looking at your piece of content and that's it. If you post something that's horizontal, like a widescreen video, they will be able to see your post and already start to see the next post that is coming up in their feed. So they're already getting distracted from spending time on your post. It is also because it is a smaller image, it's just naturally going to appear appear less quality to people because it's less pixels that are available on the screen. Also, because people double tap on the picture to like it, if you don't have it as the max size, You don't have the maximum amount of space created for someone to be able to double tap 
and like that image. So all of those things factor in to even if you just get 5% more likes than it in that first hour, you know that that could really translate to an extra 20% of likes overall just because those that little tweak was able to get you to pass by the new standards of the algorithm, what it's looking for for content and help you pass by, right? So that's the first thing that you're going to do. Four by five vertical content. And by the way, how to create it in a nutshell. If you have an iPhone, you just go to the, the photos app, you go to the crop ratios. If it doesn't show four by five as a crop ratio, it's because your image is currently horizontal or square. You need to crop it manually to be slightly vertical then go back to the crop ratio options and four by five will be an option. If you have an Android, you can crop it just based off of just doing it by eye, just crop it manually to four by five or more. So for instance, if you crop it to four by six, then when you go into Instagram and go to upload it, four by five is where it will cap it off. So then you will be able to adjust it from within the app. So as long as you just eyeball it so the content is vertical and it is pretty much four by five ratio, you will be good for putting it into the app. Or you can use Canva, things like that, where you can actually set the size of the canvas. And I just make a custom dimensions canvas in Canva at 4,000 by 5,000 pixels, just because I want the image to be super, super quality. And uh, that will make it a larger image size, but it will be four by five and it will appear uh, very high definition on Instagram, which is very important to your content. That's actually not one of my seven tips because I've mentioned it enough and it's obvious, but please, please, please live by the rule of the highest definition possible is always going to help you. That is another very simple hack to just um, up your content is higher definition whenever you can. So that's how you make the four by five vertical content. And then when you actually go to post it, you have to press the button, excuse me, the button on the bottom left that is two arrows pointing out at different angles. And you press that and then it will make the image appear vertical and then you post it. So if you're making it vertical in the crop ratios and then you're not doing that when you post it, it will still post as square. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I have tutorials on my page on how to make four four by five vertical content, which you will be able to scroll down my page and easily find. So that brings me to tip number two for improving your content, which improves your page overall. And this is something we talked about in the Jenna Marie interview, which is, I believe, episode 55. Um, She talks about how her success to gaining 100,000 followers in six months is that her fitness videos are labeled so when someone finds her account, it doesn't look like her page is a vid- a bunch of videos of someone working out. You go down and they are a bunch of videos of her working out. However, each of them are labeled what kind of workout she's doing. So it will say back or arms or legs or abs or whatever kind of workout she's doing. So that if you want to go look for a leg workout, you can go to her account and you don't have to start and stop all of these different videos until you find one that has the caption you can just find it on the page so that is very important for a number of reasons and i always let you guys know of all of them because that's the only way that some of you will do it including myself when people teach me things and don't tell me why i'm not nearly as likely to do it or i'm like more likely to question it so here's why 
when you have text on it, you're going to get more impressions from explore page because when you're on explore page and your content is right next to all of these other posts and they're choosing which one they want to click on and they don't even know who any of you are, they're going to click on the one that is most enticing to click on or the information is known why they would click on it. So if you label what your post is, they're more likely to look at it um, from explore. The other reason is because it simply adds more value to your post overall. People like to say, I do a picture and then I don't like you just do a selfie. And then in the caption, you do your whole message, but you actually don't want to do that because if you post a picture, uh, like, let's just say you're like a, an influencer or a motivator or coach, and you're taking a picture of yourself and then your caption has, you know, your motivational quote, essentially, you're not going to get nearly as many likes or even people to read that caption if they didn't like the content itself. The thing that you got to understand on Instagram is people do not read the caption unless they like the post. So if you can't pass the post standards for them to actually like it or at least think like, oh, that is interesting to then open up the caption, they won't. So you have to provide some written material on your image a lot of the times. Like if you're in the industry where you're trying to motivate or inspire or maybe even trying to be funny, the text can help. So one way that you can add text is by adding a... um, like the captions where if you are like this is good for coaches again where you have everything just subtitles as you talk at the bottom this allows that if someone were to see your content and they are in a position where they can't watch it with volume on it's going to make it so they can still watch the content rather than just scroll on so think about that think if your ideal customer was someone like a college student you need to add captions and subtitles to your work because you need to put yourself in your follower's shoes and think they're probably at school when they see this. And yes, they are on their phone in class. However, they can't turn on the volume. So do I want them to see my posts and scroll on, which tells Instagram that, oh, they didn't like it? Or do I want to add subtitles so they can still watch my content in class and still have the opportunity to earn that like. So again, always put yourself in your follower's shoes. I say again, because I mention this all the time and you really got to do it. Um, You really got to be like, who's my follower? Okay, where are they at right now? What are they doing this weekend? What are they doing? And know those kind of things. So you, you then you can optimize posting times and think of these things that I just gave you with the subtitles because you're ahead of the game on the thinking. All right, so that's why you add text as well as like, if you're just doing a motivational picture of you and then you've got a lot of motivational text, just grab the best sentence or like the best five words from your caption and then put that on your image. Okay, so it's a picture of you and then it says, never give up. And then in your caption, it has a whole lesson on why they should never give up. That content will get more engagement than a selfie by itself and text. A selfie with some text that makes them like it so they actually read the caption. Because a lot of these hacks, guys, are so they spend the most time on our post possible. All right. I'm going to talk about that more when we go into tip number six, though. So the, uh, the next thing that you guys need to worry about is that color and brightness 
are very common with any kind of viral content or any content that is even doing mildly okay on Instagram, the bar is raised that they want it to be two things. They want it to be full color, all right, because you just don't see very much black and white content that is trending very heavily, and you don't see a lot of dull color content that is trending very well. The simplest way to add more color is just the saturation effect in Instagram, when you go to edit and you just go to saturation, it just literally just puts color right into your photo. But you want to be thinking of that when you're actually taking the photo as well. Instagram likes bright colors a little bit more than dark um, too. So when if you're taking pictures, try not to do it with shadows in the mix. Try to do it where it's bright or if it's not very bright, add to the brightness. The last thing I'm going to teach you in this episode is going to be the most important. I'm going to say that right now, by the way, because it is going to relate to like, if you don't know how much color to add and you don't know how bright your content should be, I'm going to tell you how to check uh, how, how colorful and bright it should be in your specific industry. But overall, mass color images, you need to be very good at analyzing yourself and all the content you like. But if you go down your page and you just pay close attention to when am I actually giving out likes to these posts, you'll find that usually the ones that are actually bright and catch your eye and have a lot of color do a lot better. It would be an example of, you know, to look at extremes, uh, a pork chop with brown gravy on it or like white gravy on it. And that's it versus a pork chop with uh, white gravy on it and then broccoli versus then adding carrots, then adding a garnish, then adding like a beer next to it, then adding uh, candles in the background or whatever, like all of those extra components is so much better than just taking a bland picture of something that doesn't have a lot of color. So incorporate color however you have to. Next tip we're going to go over, add music. And I'm going to teach you guys some easy ways to get music for your content and not worry about copyright either. So the way that Jenna Marie does it in that that episode because she adds music to her content which is also very key the fact that she has text and music separates her from almost all the other fitness influencers that don't do those two steps it is so much easier to watch content that has music and it is so much easier to get them to spend more time on the post when there's music because maybe they don't really like the content but they like the song Now they're going to watch that video for five seconds instead of two. And if they watch it for five seconds instead of two, even if they don't like it, that still tells Instagram that that post is better than if they only watched it for two. So that's why adding music can be really good. So how Jenna Marie does it, sorry, I got off on a tangent. She buys it from iTunes and then using iMovie, which is already installed on all iPhones, you just go to the video, go to edit, and then uh, you'll you'll see iMovie pop up. You can just add it from there. Once the music, if the music is on your phone, you can just add music from that app. So if you're on Android, I'm not exactly sure what's pre-installed on your phone, but there probably is something that you can add music if you have it on your phone and have the rights to it. And she has not had any problems thus far. Uh, so, you know, always do, do as much research as possible on anything that you're like thinking that you might run into some copyright issues, but Instagram is pretty good at detecting if music 
if you have the rights to it or not and blocking it they, they've like shut down some of my posts that they're like yeah that you don't have rights to that song and didn't let it work so if it, if your post works then you're probably good that's something that you should know but i think you would have to violate that multiple times before you would have any kind of account ban because it is pretty common so j- j- just try not to violate it multiple times but it will let you know if you pass or not simply by allowing the content to be on there uh so where you can get a lot of awesome music that's copyright free is youtube you just type in copyright free and then whatever genre of music you're looking for then you can go just go to google and type in youtube to mp3 converter there's a bunch of them they all work fine and they're pretty much all free you just gotta look at some ads but you grab that YouTube link, you put it in, and it will download the MP3 of that that video from that website. So you just want to f- just type in copyright whatever and find it. And I found some really cool tracks recently. And then you can just um, yeah uh, add them using iMovie, or you can. There's so many apps out there, and I'm not like super particular on one that's on. Uh, my phone because I actually use a, a little bit more of a professional editor on my computer, which I'll mention in a sec. But on your phone, the most common ones are Splice and Magisto are probably the two most popular video editing apps. Um, there's probably a few more that are right up there too that I'm not sure of, but you can find plenty of app uh, or video editors. And even if all you're looking to do is add music, there's an app called Add Music to Video that just does that so you know find the video app you need based off of how much you're willing to spend uh or if you want it for free and also what you're looking to do for it you'll find it in the app store by simply typing it in but i use an app called camtasia on my computer and it's like 250 bucks i believe i'm using it now to like edit my podcast, equalize the volume. I used it to create my Instagram masterclass and do some edits in there. It's just a very simple way for someone who wants to do like intermediate uh, video editing or even audio editing because you can just drag in an audio file even though it's called Camtasia and it's for video. You can just edit audio in there and it's got a lot of basic effects. It's just for people who don't want to like dive in and learn a software like Final Cut Pro or Premiere Pro. And it's also great for screen recording. So if I ever want to teach a lesson where I'm going through a walkthrough tutorial uh, and then show people how to do things and record my screen using Camtasia too. So that's valuable for a lot of coaches and really any industry can incorporate that even if it's just on your customer service end of things to send people, oh yeah, here's the exact video on the links that you need to click to get that accomplished. Um, then that's Camtasia. I have that linked in the description if you want to uh, check that out, if you're willing to invest a little bit more into your content creation. So uh, before we get into five, six, seven, and then my bonus tip number eight, which is going to be very important to this entire process, here's just a quick word from my sponsor. So wrapping up here with our final tips, tip number five is provide more value in your captions. It's one thing to also provide value in your caption, but it's another thing that your captions look clean 
because sometimes people provide a lot of value and they do it in paragraph form, like single paragraph form, and just it looks too cluttered. And you got to know because the attention span of people on Instagram is so limited, if your caption looks messy, they won't even start to read it. So first things first, the first line has to catch their attention in order for them to read the caption. And before that, they have to like the image in order to read the first line, which we already talked about. Then in your caption, provide some kind of value. If Even if you're an influencer and people are following you because they like to watch you travel the world, what travel tip can you give? What kind of advice can you give? Or just something that adds to the nature that someone would be willing to share it with someone else. Because that's ultimately the way to algorithm, your, algorithm proof yourself like we talked about in the last episode. Is if they share it, then it doesn't matter if you trend on hashtags. It's getting more impressions because people are sharing it for you. So what can you do to provide in the captions? And I like to use bullet points. I like to use spaces and punctuation and make it separate and easy to read and clean and use as few words as possible to add the most value possible. It doesn't mean that you can't use the max length of characters, but don't be redundant in it. So I always read my caption back again. If it's going to be long form, I usually post and edit it the next day too when I go back and read it. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And I change it, but whatever. But provide some kind of value in the caption. I like to ask, would your post or would your caption go viral on Twitter? Is a good thing to to ask yourself for, did you crush it with your caption? And, and you can have posts that go viral and your caption just says, Hey, Bar and Girl fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-host sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! nothing uh but it would have to be an amazing piece of content so the the content still matters most because like i said they won't even read the caption without the content being right but it's just that extra little value added so make sure you're adding the maximum amount of value you can or you're adding humor or you're adding inspiration or whatever you can in the caption and make it nice and pretty and don't have it all lumped so like on an iphone for instance if you try to do a space you can't create the space if you do a sentence and then a period and then you do a space bar and then you press return it will not build that next line on your caption if you do period and then press return it will create the next line so there's some weird punctuation uh hacks like that that you need to know about and that's going to be different depending on what kind of phone you are but make sure you learn however you have to on your phone to create extra lines and do those extra spaces to spread out that caption because the goal is to get them to spend more time on your post overall because that creates engagement sixth thing that we need to learn is to use more carousel posts and this is one of the simplest fixes a lot of accounts need to make If your engagement is going down over time, 
and your content has stayed the same, that's why, okay? Because like I've mentioned, your content needs to be constantly leveling up. What has worked for you in the past is good to model off of, but you also, even if you were like the number one influencer in the world, you would still need to say, how can I level up my content so that I can stay the number one influencer in the world? So how can you level up? Carousel posts naturally create more time spent on the app. Now, there's a couple different ways to do it. Some of you do infographics. I do those as well. It is better that if you are going to post an infographic that has a ton of material on it, which in order to actually teach someone something, it should have quite a bit of words on it. You can't really teach something effectively when it's just like four sentences. Like it's it's very hard to do that with every single one of your posts and actually provide value. So rather than if you have like four tips to give, create four posts and then do one carousel post that they flip between the four tips rather than trying to cram all the tips on one page. This will create much more engagement and you are actually catering to the attention span of people on Instagram. When they see that much text, they just scroll on. When they see it's like they like that first tip, they will scroll on. So again, with cap, with these uh, carousel posts, how do you get them to scroll through? You don't have to say scroll through or swipe or anything like that. You can add the little swipe arrow if you want, but they see that it is a carousel post. Pretty much everyone, as soon as they get to that post, Instagram instantly lets them know it's a carousel. So you don't have to worry about them not knowing. If they like the first image, they will swipe on. That's all you need to worry about. So with your carousel post, I get this question, that first image, has to be your most likable. That is the criteria. This is a hack too, that if you want to post something to your audience that you don't think is going to get liked, then the way that you can still get away with it is having that front image be something that is going to be liked. And then when they scroll over, then you can tell them whatever you're trying to say to them. Otherwise, if that front image is not likable, that is the easiest way to kill your engagement. And that is what I talk about in my Instagram masterclass a bunch. So if you're having problems with engagement, certainly check out my masterclass. Again, it's linked in bio. So the carousel post, you want that first image to be the most likable and then they will naturally scroll on. But if you are in the infographic market, this has been one of the most beneficial YouTube videos I've ever seen. It's called Death by PowerPoint or How to Avoid Death by PowerPoint. I'm also going to link that in the description. So a lot of links for you today in today's description, but it's so good. And it just gives you these rules to follow off of that make it so you can create info content, whether you create, uh, whether you're a public speaker who creates slides or you create webinars, or you create just infographics on Instagram, or just any kind of images with text on it. This speech could change your life, honestly. It is that good. And it gives you these rules to live by when creating this content so that the humans that you're making it for, their minds can, you know, psychologically, it works that they will always be able to decipher that information. Very, very important. And then for those of you that maybe you're an influencer and you're taking pictures of a spot, you know, grab a few images of that location, then throw your best one at the front, then scroll through. That would be a better way. Like if you were a fashion influencer and you took a picture of one outfit, take the, a picture of that outfit and then accessorized three different ways and then put those all three images into one post. 
if you're a travel influencer, you could take three uh, pictures from one city and then put them all three together and make a whole post about why they should visit that city. And now you're actually able to communicate your point with the proper illustrations because it's hard to get someone to want to go somewhere from just one image, right? If you were like a travel agent trying to be like, hey, we recommend you travel here. They're not just going to be like, here's the picture of the beach and that's it. They're going to show you pictures of the hotel and the pictures of the city and everything. So create these posts that maybe are still centered around one thing, but multiple images to explain that that's just going to help your content and your engagement overall. So so tip number seven, uh, templates. This is going to speed up your content process And it's going to make it so you can keep delivering content that has worked for you faster. All right. So content templates, basically what this is, and you can see examples on my IGM secrets page. I have a few different content templates. I have one where I do like hashtag research tip or whatever, um, or posting tip. They all look the same. So on the front image, it's a black screen. It's my Instagram logo. And then it says hashtag research tip or whatever kind of tip it is. And then it has the swipe arrow and you go over and then it is a screen recording of me showing you these technical Instagram tips. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to have to go check it out. But I have multiple of these kind of posts, as, as including the one that I talked about earlier in the episode with the creating four by five content. That's going to be an earlier uh, piece of content that I posted about a month or two ago but you'll be able to scroll through and just find that. The other thing you can find is my entrepreneurship mentality posts. You can find that I have a template for that. So the reason why this is important, or like my videos, like I have another four by five video template where it's a widescreen video. And then on top, it has text that communicates the main thing the video is about. And then on bottom, it has transcriptions and subtitles of what I'm saying, which is something I talked about before too. So you can see on my account, I have templates to my content. So whenever I want to give information about Instagram, I have my template. Whenever I want to give information about just general entrepreneurship, I have my template. Or if I want to make a video, I've got my template for that. This takes out a lot of the thought with creating content. So it makes it so you can create it quicker. It also makes it so then once you have a working piece of content, like uh, I have a student that's in my IGM university program, he's doing really well right now. But we uh, just really rapidly scaled up her content production by going back through and finding the best templates of her content that's worked for her. And then we're able to create these templates so that she can crank out content a lot quicker and make sure that is following guidelines that have already worked. Now, this is something I'll, I'll talk about with templates as well, because with my videos, I actually have a guy that helps me produce those and just have like a nice rate for these one minute Instagram videos. So you can actually typically find people to help you out with your content that will uh, speed up the process and they've got video editing software. So like if you don't want to buy video editing software, one of the easiest ways to get access to it is to just hire a video editor. So my video editor right now too, he can take on a a couple more clients for creating Instagram posts for. So if you want his info, just let me know. But um, basically I just have it set up that he knows what templates I like. He knows what kind of music I like added. He knows how I like it cut up and what kind of like he might take out the ums that I might say, or if I know I have 
sometimes I say like too much. He might cut those out so that my content sounds cleaner and then throw the track on it, throw it in my template, export it, send it back to me, and then I send him some money. So having someone like that to speed up your content production can be helpful too if you uh, need to delegate something. So let me know if you need a contact for that. Otherwise, just following templates yourself will make your content that much easier to produce. So let's conclude today's episode with the main thing to actually check if you're doing things right. Because it's one thing for me to tell you, improve your content, improve your content. And if you're still not ranking, people think, well, what am I doing wrong? I still don't know. Here's how you check. Click on the hashtags that you are trying to rank for and look at what is trending on those hashtags. And then look at your content and then honestly ask yourself, is mine on par or is it getting there? Okay, because it's cool. Like if you're getting there, then awesome. You're well on your way. But otherwise, now you know what to strive for. You already have examples of what your content should be like. You already know what's trending by just looking at what's trending. So until it's that, then you still have work to do. So re-listen to this episode, keep adding things as you go. Again, guys, go check out my Instagram masterclass if you're ready for the pro advanced stuff and you're actually ready to get sales from Instagram and you want to learn exactly how the engagement algorithm works. That's something I talk about in strategy number three on my webinar. It is one hour because in order to properly explain this advanced material, it had to be. It actually started as about two hours worth of content and then I edited it for uh, redundancy and anything that I didn't need to say. just really got it down to an hour so that I could teach you as quick as I could, but you are going to have to have some time set aside and I recommend watching it on a desktop or laptop. It's linked in the description or go to igmsecrets.com slash masterclass and uh, get a coffee, get some notes, enjoy yourself. Guys, go crush it today. I'll be here for you. I'll talk to you soon.